Welcome to Now Church. For the latest updates, visit us at nowchurch.com, including live or on-demand video, online giving, and much more. And don't forget to follow Now Church on our social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And please use the hashtag NowChurch. Thank you, and enjoy today's service. Well, today we're finishing our series called The Checkered Flag. We've been looking at the end of the year, all month, and the end of a season. How important it is. Today's message, we, we uh, continue with the thought, Victory Lane. Victory Lane is called today. Luke chapter 1, we're going to continue. We're going to do a little prequel of the Christmas stories. Last week we done about Christmas. This week, we're going to get a little prequel and you'll kind of see why and where we're headed. But in Luke chapter 1, verse 26 from the message, it says this, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to the Galilean village, village of Nazareth to a virgin engaged to be married to a man descended from David, and his name was Joseph, and the virgin's name was Mary. Upon entering, Gabriel greeted her, good morning, you're beautiful with God's beauty. Beautiful inside and out. I love the way the message puts that. God be with you. She was thoroughly shaken, as anybody would be if an angel walked through your door, okay? She was thoroughly shaken, wondering what was behind a greeting like that. But the angel assured her, Mary, you have nothing to fear. God has a surprise for you. <laughs> Did he ever? God has a surprise for you. You will become pregnant and give birth to a son and call his name Jesus. Lord, help us to understand your word today. Take hold of your promises and your purpose is in us, in Jesus' name. We've been saying this whole month, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. In every part of life, as we've talked about the fact that every time sin abounded, grace much more abounded. Every time sin tried to take over the world, take over the earth, take over a nation, grace showed up. Every single time where sin abounds, grace much more abounds, or as you know, when I go to the mall, I say we're Cinnabons, grace much more abounds. Anyway, old joke. You know, the day after Christmas can feel kind of like a letdown for a lot of people because the whole buildup to Christmas is such a big deal <clears throat> that even secular people, even people that don't know Jesus personally, they get built up for an event. They get built up for something a big, 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 big deal and the presents and the hoopla and all the shopping and the food and everything else and the food and then the food and then the food. Whew, our Christmas was <clears throat> full. The presents are already open. And in England today, they call it Boxing Day because we're dealing with all the boxes after Christmas. It's not about punching anything. It's about boxes after Christmas. The presents are already open, the cleanup is going on strong, often family is leaving or preparing to leave, the Christmas music suddenly stops. It's, it's like nonstop, <clears throat> really now from Halloween. And all of a sudden the Christmas music today, it's gone. We're back to normal. Everything tries to go back to quote normal, whatever that is these days. The decorations and products on display in the stores instantly change, and by this time tomorrow, I prophesy it will be Valentine's Day. 
It just turns on a dime because it's all about that stuff. But in many cultures, Christmas isn't over until January the 6th. The celebration starts on December 25th. It starts yesterday. In many, many cultures in the world, Christmas is the beginning of the, that's why we have the song, the 12 days of Christmas. It was from December 25th to January 6th, which we call, anybody know it? Epiphany, Three Kings Day in many cultures. Um, Our daughter-in-law is from Puerto Rico. So our granddaughters get some form of Christmas all the way until January 6th, where the three wise men uh, traditionally arrived. And um, they have to, my, my granddaughters have to feed the camels. So if you don't know that tradition, it's actually a pretty cool tradition. But it goes on till Epiphany. Traditionally, that commemorated the day as the wise men arriving from the east. And so I want to tell you today, cheer up. The celebration has just begun. Maybe a letdown for a lot of us, but the thought of Christmas continues on. Because it's not just about the birth, it's about a life. That's what we're talking about today. There's something great even beyond the checkered flag at the race. The checkered flag is your whole goal. But really there's something beyond the checkered flag and the finish line, and it's the place you really wanna be, the place you really wanna end up, called the winner's circle or victory lane. Why? Because miracles are still in progress. Miracles don't quit the day the presents are opened. The miracles of God don't stop. They didn't stop 2,000 years ago and they haven't stopped now. God didn't run out of miracles yesterday. If you didn't get your hope, your wish, your dream, your prayer answered yesterday, our God is still alive and he's mighty and he hasn't forgotten you. And it may not look like you thought it was gonna look. You might not have gotten what you wanted on time but God hasn't forgotten you. His hand is on you. His purpose is for you. When the angel comes to speak to Mary, he says, boy, does God have a surprise for you? You're gonna get pregnant. And she immediately, her response was what everybody's response is. How can this be? How can this be? So I've never known a man. I don't, that's not possible. And the angel says, let me tell you about your cousin Liz. Remember Liz, she's older than you, advanced in years. I want you to go see her. Because Liz got a surprise too. And you need to talk about it. My friends, miracles and surprises, I believe prophetically are in the season of the Lord that we're in and coming into. 
Miracles and surprises, suddenly moments, suddenly seasons. Mary, in this story to me today, is humanity. It's us. Mary is us. Instead of Toys R Us, Mary is us. Mary is, is, the, is a human being without the capacity for miracles, but with a hope. And miracles and surprises from your heavenly Father have to be handled, birthed in the same way as Mary handled the Jesus surprise. So I want to give you five elements of birthing your breakthrough as we finish this season, finish 2021. How many ready for 2021 to be over? Yeah, you ready to move on? Five elements of birthing your breakthrough. Number one, obviously conception, conception. I want you to know that when the angel comes to Mary and she questions, how is this gonna happen? He says, it's gonna be by the word of God. You're gonna get pregnant by the word of the Lord. You're gonna, you're gonna get pregnant by the promise of God. The Holy Spirit will come over you and overshadow you. And I say conception means to conceive, you must believe and receive. See, many people would say that Mary didn't have to do anything to receive the miracle. And it's not true. You know why we know it's not true? Because Zechariah, Elizabeth's husband, didn't handle things correctly. And when he started blabbing on and on, well, I don't, he went beyond how can these things be? He went into these things could never be. And the angel of the Lord in his case had to shut his mouth and say, okay, here's the deal. You can't mess this up. <clears throat> We're gonna make it very sure to you, <clears throat> pardon me, make it very clear to you that this thing, you can't get in the way of it. And we all know death and life is in the power of the tongue, right? So the angel says, we're not gonna let you mess up. So here's the deal. You're gonna be quiet until you name the baby John. And people are like, well, no, we wanna call him Zechariah II. We wanna name him after your father. We wanna name him after your cousin. We wanna put the family name. But God had said, this boy, Elizabeth's son, and Zechariah said, is gonna be named John. Not only that, he named a whole denomination after him. Three of you got that. Anyway, the Baptists. I mean, Zechariah didn't call him John the Baptist. He wanted to name him Zechariah Jr. the Presbyterian, but that was a whole different deal. A normal response to a miracle and an announcement of a miracle is amazement. But Mary, when she first said, how can this be? Her next response was, so it be unto me according as your word. So here's the deal. You want a miracle? You want a breakthrough? Don't just wish for it. Don't just pray for it. You have to receive the word of God. Receive it. If you said this, Mary said to the angel, if you said it, 
I didn't think an angel coming to my house was possible, but here you are. But if you said that word, I just receive it. I just receive it. How many times do we mess up what God's trying to birth in and through us because we let our brains do the calculations and we let our mouths talk us out of what God said? Right? Are you awake today? Her response was completely different than Zechariah. He openly doubted so much that God had to supernaturally shut his mouth. Why? Because your mouth can stop your miracle. It can help it along or it can block the road completely. You and I have something to do with this. Here's, here's one of the points of this story is that we have a part to play. Yes, it's God, but God chose Mary because she would believe and receive to conceive. She would take it in. Yes, I, I don't know how this is gonna happen, but so be it unto me according to your word. Your word. The Bible says Abraham, when he had trouble believing God, when he was almost 100 years old, God said, okay. At 99, God said, okay, the miracle's coming in about a year. And the Bible says Abraham did not count his own body now old, but instead he gave glory to God because he knew that what God said, he was able also to make it happen. That's faith. That's faith. This, so Mary received this, the Holy Spirit. The, the, when he said, when she said how, the angel said, the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. The word there is cover and hover. Cover and hover. He's gonna cover you and that word and the Holy Spirit are gonna hover over you and you're gonna become pregnant. I want you in the same thing as possible with any, God wants to impregnate every one of you, all of us, and that, I know that, don't, don't get freaked out about that, but he wants to impregnate you with a miracle, with a hope and a future. He wants to give you a fresh vision for what's coming. God has a purpose for you. The Amplified said, he will overshadow you. He'll cover and hover like a shining cloud. Like the cloud by day and the fire by night, the Holy Spirit will gonna, is gonna, the presence is gonna be there. And in that presence is the power to let that word get out of the announcement stage and come into conception to fertilize you, to fill you. Receive the word of God. Take it into your heart by faith. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I believe that, that, that why we have misconceptions. Misconceptions is because of this. We start going, well, I'm not as holy as she was. She was pure. I know me. But God said, and the angel said to Mary, for with God, Nothing will be impossible. Nothing. And then we start rationalizing. We say, 
Well, you know, yeah, I mean, of course, if I had an angel show up in my life and walk through my wall and come and give me an announcement, well, then I'd believe it. And I tell you, no, you wouldn't. Because the way you handle, listen, here's the deal. The word angel in scripture doesn't just speak, here it was literally Gabriel, okay? But in the, in the, in the seven love letters to the church in Revelation, the letters are written by Jesus, from Jesus through John, the, John of Patmos. And he gives him this word and he, and he starts off each letter with, to the angel of the church in Thyatira, in Philadelphia, in Smyrna, the angel. And the word there is the same word as it was here, angel, but it doesn't just mean, the word angel in the Greek doesn't just mean supernatural being, it means messenger of God. Literally, and I know it's hard for you to believe, but literally those letters, many theologians, most theologians believe that that was written to the pastors of the churches of those cities. Now I know you're saying, pastor, you're no angel and you would be right, but I am a messenger. Is it possible that I could preach something not knowing it was for you. I can't tell you many times people just, one of the greatest compliments I ever get is people say, I had somebody say to me last week, it was like you were preaching just to me today. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the greatest compliment I can ever get. Is it was like you were talking to me. Because I'm an angel. No. Messenger. So you say, oh, if I had an angel show up, didn't you? Didn't you maybe have a, a, a scripture or a partial word lift off the page when you were reading in your devotions this past week? That's a word, that's a, a rhema from God. That's a message from a messenger. So let's get out of this business of, well, if I had, you know, I used to say this, um, there are certain nations that I only go to. I, I, told, I told my team and my wife, my family for years, I will never go to India unless Jesus shows up in physical form and tells me I have to go. And then in about 1996, a friend of mine was in town preaching. We went over to see him at the hotel they're sitting there for ha having lunch at the Hilton here in Ocala. And he said, I want you to go with me to India and help oversee the pastor's seminars while I do the evangelism. And I looked at my wife and she knew just what I was thinking. <laughs> and she said, I think God is here. Some to that effect. You wanted physical form. Well, this is, this is not that, but I witnessed with it. I didn't know how. I didn't know why. Didn't really want to go. Ended up going twice with that man, different parts of India, sharing Jesus. One of those crowd shots you see in the beginning was me preaching to 30,000 people in India. And it changed my life. 
but I wasn't going to go unless Jesus shows up. Well, he came. Number two. So first thing is conception. <clears throat> the second thing is this. This is really important. Confirmation. Confirmation. Most pregnant women, when they suspect they're pregnant, they want to get confirmation. They want to take a test. They want to go to the doctor. Before they tell anybody, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of ladies want to even wait through the first trimester, the first 12, 13 weeks, and just kind of get through that, <clears throat> that danger zone before they even tell anybody. Confirmation. Interestingly enough, after hearing from the angel that there was another person carrying a miracle in her womb, Mary, finding out she was about to become pregnant, leaves on a long journey. You can read the scriptures. It's, it's, several, it's, it's, it's miles and miles and miles away. She goes to see her cousin Elizabeth, maybe to verify what the angel said about her, but mainly to get confirmation. Here's the point. Make sure you get around other people who believe with you. If you've got a miracle on the inside, you don't want to tell everybody about that miracle. <clears throat> you want to get a lot of confirmation and you want to get around other people that also have miracles cooking in them. Why? Because that's the atmosphere in which things, then that's the gathering and I submit to you that's exactly why the enemy of your soul would love to keep churches divided and at home and socially and spiritually distanced using whatever means necessary. Think about it for a moment. Mary's story sounded pretty unbelievable, didn't it? She goes, if she goes and talks to somebody, oh, so the Holy Spirit came upon you <clears throat> and you're pregnant, right? <clears throat> the Holy Spirit, oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, my, my, my friend Bill, his girlfriend had the same thing. Immaculate conception. Sure, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, say no more. Imagine what Mary had to deal with in her community. Shame. Mockery. But what did she do? She went immediately to be around somebody else who was birthing a miracle too. Instead of the doubters and critics, and I submit to you one of the big mistakes that we make is we blurt it out to the wrong people who shoot it down or mock us for having a vision. Like Joseph and his brothers where he shares a dream and they said, oh, sure. And then they did everything they could do, the brothers, to stop the process. Now, they ended up helping the process along, didn't they? They adjusted the timing. But here's the thing with number two. We need each other in the body of Christ. We need each other and we need to be we need to help each other through pregnancy, through birthing a miracle. Maybe you got a doctor's report in 2021 that said something bad. I want you to know there's a greater report that is more important than what the doctor found or what he saw or what he said or what she said. And that report is the report of God. 
and his word over your life. You've got to tune in to him. We help confirm the prophetic words and lift each other up in faith. The Bible says, woe to him as alone when he falls. And you go through a hard time. You need people around you. I read this story recently in my devotional from Pastor Nicky Gumbel. He reminded me of the story that I remember seeing on TV, the story of the Chilean miners rescue in 2010. He said this, quote, one billion people watched the rescue. On October 13, 2010 at 10 p.m., Jose Enriquez Gonzalez emerged from 2,300 feet underground. You lost me at 2,300 feet underground. He emerged after being trapped for 69 days when the San Jose mine collapsed in northern Chile. It was originally thought no one had survived the collapse or that the 33 trapped underground would starve to death before they were found. 33 men were found in this air pocket. Remember, remember the story? Many of them had been atheists, agnostics, unbelievers, or semi-believers. But Jose Enriquez Gonzalez was known as the evangelist because he led so many of the others to faith in Jesus Christ during the ordeal. He formed and led a prayer group which eventually became most of the men. With 33 tiny Bibles sent down by friends, he led devotions twice a day. They testified as they got out to the presence of a 34th person in the mine. 19-year-old Jimmy Sanchez, 19-year-old miner Jimmy Sanchez said this, there were actually 34 of us in there because God's presence has never left us. Jesus was there with them. When they emerged out of the mine, the rescued men were all wearing similar t-shirts. They asked for them to be prepared for their coming out party. The t-shirts said on the front, thank you, Lord. And on the back, to him be the glory and honor. Yeah, amen. When Pastor Nicky had the privilege of interviewing this man, Jose Enriquez, at his church in London, the man testified, the true hero is Jesus Christ, not me. He is the only hero that should be mentioned apart from what man may have done both inside and outside that mind. He is the one who deserves the honor and the glory and the praise. 69 days trapped in a small space, half a mile underground. But because they were together and had one with faith, went into everybody else. Third thing we got to understand from this story is that the, what you have to do with pregnancy, you have to carry it. There's a carrying out. There's a carrying of that seed and nurturing that life in you until it's time to be born. Pregnancy must be carried. Miracles can be carried too. Do you want your life in 2022 to be better in 2021? 
What are you prepared to change to make it better? Are you willing to carry the miracle power of God within you? In this exchange with Elizabeth and Mary, many of you know the story, but Elizabeth's womb, her six month old baby, don't tell me it's not a life. The six year old baby jumped, not just kicked, jumped inside of his mother's womb and was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she knew it because she became filled with the Holy Spirit. Just Mary walking in and speaking. And she said, how is it that the carrier of my Lord would come into this house and be with us? My baby felt it. My friends, the whole world feels it when Jesus walks into a room. They may not be aware of what they're feeling or sensing. And Mary's reaction was really cool. Mary sang a song that's recorded in the scriptures that we call the Magnificat. The Magnificat simply means a magnifying glass. When you're carrying the miracle of God Sometimes it's hard to see it. But if you'll magnify the Lord, you'll begin to sense and feel. What does the magnifying glass do? It doesn't make anything bigger, it makes it look bigger. It enlarges the view, it brings it into focus. And that's the word. When you focus on Jesus, when you focus on the word that's been spoken, It'll grow inside of you, enable you to carry that thing. You can see it, you can take shape. Listen, we're about to see the legacy building start coming out of the ground in the next few weeks. I've been seeing that thing coming out of the ground for about four years. And I've asked you to see it with me. Because miracles take all of us pulling together and and we gotta carry it and we gotta birth it. Focus on the word and you'll see God as bigger than your circumstance. Here's the problem, most people focus on the circumstance and they magnify the circumstance and it makes God look small. Magnify, oh, the psalmist writes, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. As we go out praising in a few moments, we're, we're gonna be praising him and lifting him up and we're gonna be magnifying him over this final week of 2021. Nobody knows what 2022 holds. We hope it's better and greater and brighter, but let me tell you something, the greatness and the brightness is gonna depend on not just what God does, but how you carry what God does. Another part of carrying is pregnant women get protective of their stomachs as well they should. Too many in our world right now want to come up and touch people's belly. No, 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 not appropriate. Why are they protective? Because they're always conscious that they're carrying another life inside of them. We've got our precious Chinese 
young wife over here, Snow, some of you know, her name is Snow White, Raphael. Marcel and Snow White are expecting a baby in February. And there's not been a moment that I've seen her since they told me, a little before they told anybody else, they let me in on it and I was so excited. And not one time have I looked at her and she's not thinking about that baby. She's worshiping the Lord. She's living life. But she is always aware that there's another life inside of her and she's responsible to carry it. Let me ask you a question. How aware are you that you're carrying around the Lord Jesus Christ within you every day? How aware are you that you're his hands and his feet to others around you? Because I think a lot of us, I think we forget it. I think we go on with life. But pregnant women, they have this constant awareness. They're guard, something's going on, they're guarding. They're, they're stepping back. They're protecting this life. We need to be aware we're carrying the life of Jesus as well. And you're responsible to carry, not to conceal carry, but to really carry until you can't conceal it anymore. Number four, we're almost done. We talked about it last week. The word is completion, completion. It says, when the number of her days were completed, she delivered a son. That was our verse from last week. Her heavenly promise manifested on the earth. And this is the promise of God. If God can give you a vision, give you a seed, give you a word, give you a thought, give you a purpose, give you a promise... Philippians 1.6, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Mary conceived, confirmed, carried, and completed her mission. And five and last, the hardest part, caring for what you birth. A lot of people have a real heart to birth a miracle, but not to manage a miracle. Your promise will need to be fed, bathed, and changed. Your breakthrough will probably need diapers. Understand the metaphor? There's gonna be some stuff you're gonna to have to deal with just because you get your promise fulfilled doesn't mean it's all happy, clappy, oh, isn't this easy? No, then the real work starts. You can't, you keep saying, I can't wait for the baby to be born. And within a few days, you're, when can I get some sleep? Don't listen, Snow. I'm just joking. You and Marcel will get perfect sleep and your baby will be perfect and sleep through the night. But if, please Lord, let it be. But that's when the real work begins. Raising your promise for 18 years. It's not over. 
It's just another beginning. What's our takeaway? The Christmas miracle continues. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Let's win the race, but let's take the race all the way to victory lane. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for your word. We claim it as our own today. Father, I ask you to take people who have not thought about their destiny or their purpose for a while, or maybe a dream or a promise of their young lives is or has taken shape. Maybe they've forgotten about it. Maybe it's been on the shelf for a while. But Father, today, we take hold of your purposes and promises once again. And we ask you that you would fill us all with the seed of your word. Fill us with the life of God. Change us from the inside out as we carry forth, as we conceive and confirm and carry and complete and care for the miracles of God. In Jesus' name. Keep your head bowed and your eyes closed just for a moment. If you don't know the Lord, today's your day. Maybe you came, somebody invited you because you came for Christmas and somebody said, well, you gotta come to my church. Well, I know maybe it's, you know, maybe not as traditional as some of you wanted it to be or different than any church you've been into. That's fine. That's, we're not trying to be like everybody else, but we're trying to give birth to what God has promised us. And what he's promised us is that when his word is preached here, people will be born again and filled with the Holy Spirit the people will be born again. What does that mean? That means that you don't just know Jesus historically or religiously or traditionally, but you actually invite him into your heart and into your life that you can know him in a personal way. That go, it doesn't matter how young you are, how old you are. Doesn't matter what your background is. God loves you. And he loved you enough to send his own son to live for you the perfect life and to die for you and then to rise again for you. And to as many as receive him, he gives the power to become sons and daughters of God. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, I invite you to pray this prayer with me. I'm just going to lead you in a simple prayer. And I invite you just to pray this out loud and to mean it with your heart. The Bible says, if you believe it and you receive it, you're going to conceive it too. The miracle of a new life, a new beginning, a new creation. Pray this with me, if you will. In fact, it, whether you, maybe you prayed this before, but pray, why don't you pray with the other people around? Just say this out loud. Just say, Lord Jesus, I celebrate you today and your promise for my future, your promise to give me hope. I receive you now afresh as Lord, Savior of my life. Come and fill me today. Holy Spirit, I need to know you I want to understand the Bible. Let it come alive to me. Fill me with your life. In Jesus' name, forgive me 
for my sin, my failure, and my doubt. I receive your life in my life, in Jesus' name, amen. If you meant that, then that's the greatest prayer you can ever pray because that's the beginning of something brand new, of you receiving God's life flowing through you. Amen? Amen. Give it up for God today. Come on, let's praise Him. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks for joining us at Now Church. For the latest updates, visit us at nowchurch.com, including live or on-demand video, online giving, and much more. And don't forget to follow Now Church on our social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you.